welcome to Concept Breaker. He's Kai, I'm Kels. We're of course joined by Strangely Entertaining and Bow Before Zog for one of the cornerstones of Magical Girl Anime. This week we're talking about Revolutionary Girl Utena. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm revolutionized. I am confused. Fair. Yeah, I can't say I'm much better. <laughs> it, this one's a this was a bit of a trip. This was an acid trip. This not- was did you want symbolism with your symbolism on top of your symbolism? Although to yes. be fair with this one, it was before everybody was trying to do symbolism. This is a perfect example of the nineties are not okay. This came out in ninety seven. <laughs> they were three years from Y2K. Like Japan was going through a lot. The West was going through a lot. Everybody was going through yeah. it. Like Evangelion sure. had just premiered. Like no I, one was okay. I, I was gonna say this was a very nineties, not only because of the symbolism, the style as well. So, as well as the dub itself. That was fun. I watched this the is, dub version. <laughs> this is like Reminiscence for me personally, 90s has the best style, or not the best, <coughs> excuse me, not the best, but per se, my favorite style of anime is the 90s style. Like, I love the new, clean, crisp stuff. Don't get me wrong. Studio Bones, you foldable. Yes. But like the 90s just has a spot in my heart that nothing else can take with the like, you know, the Yu Yu show. I know it was technically in the 80s. Don't come for me, people out there. What? But um, I the thought Yu-Hawk it was ninety three. Yeah, but I mean, te- I'm sure, the anime was. It the was, was but like people say, it belongs to the eighty. And I'm, yes. So anyway, yeah, we're we're anyway. on the same page here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like the this, the Samurai <laughs> X, you know, the things that like have that polished style. Like I, I really rock with this animation type style. Like it's it's clean, and they had the best. They had the best waifus in this art style. And and the biggest thing is like in this kind of incredibly late 90s uh, time period, this is where we have built on the foundation of every single anime and animation technique that has come before us. This is damn near the pinnacle of cell-based, hand-drawn animation. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, this is the time period for it because after this, we get into the age of computers and computer-based animation that makes it so less time-consuming and arduous, yeah. and and the look changes with that. And they basically had to relearn all the tricks of the trade. Yeah, and some were lost to time, and and you know this time period is really the pinnacle. There's a reason it has the look and the quality it does is because everything that has come before it. Um, and no, absolutely. The the late nineties animation style is uh, undefeated in my opinion. Is it a thing to behold, yes. It is. So right. we're talking about revolutionary girl Utena, a shoujo with ooky spooky conspiracy plots and <laughs> world Let's domination. See. Hold on. What doesn't this show have? It has <laughs> <clears throat> let's start the list here. It has uh, love triangles where like 
quadrangles or whatever, whatever love other shape or you want Stockholm to... triangles. Love, it's got Stockholm it, it, syndrome. Okay. It's got enough uh, like love quartets. It puts, yeah, it's got enough love quartets that puts a uh, miraculous ladybug to shame. <laughs> wow, it's got <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got incest for some reason. It's got Japan ain't okay. Japan's not, it's not okay. <laughs> It's got your lesbians. It's got your binary people. It's just it's. It's got practically every everything you can think of. No, there's one thing missing. Oh no! It even has necrophilia in it. That's I'm not, not what joking. I was. That's not. No, what I'm not I was joking. Okay, it's missing. It's missing bestiality, but that's not what I was gonna we're, say. We're not missing it. Thank, thank <laughs> goodness it's not here. What I was gonna say we can was, only have so much. What I was gonna Go say. Ahead, there is no mecha in this. So we're good there. Well, well. I mean, well, I saw a, I saw a girl turn into a car. So, but that was not in this one though. That was in the movie. In the movie, she turned into the car. And technically, that was like a bio weapon. It was like a bio Broly car. It wasn't really a mechanized car. So I'm claiming nah, it. Nah, man. No Biomex. It's a thing. Biomechs are a thing. It was not a mech it. because Biomech. there was no catalytic converter. They were straight like. There was a frame, and then their bodies decomposed into the car. So, via car not a mech. It's a via car You can go with that all you want. I'm going to die on this hill. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be will. on the hill with you. <laughs> but but Fine, there was no tournament. Wait, there was a tournament arc. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> the it whole was thing is one a tournament big tournament arc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, one that's what I was arc. like. All right, so we, what the fuck is this show about? All right, let's get abuse, to that. Domestic so, abuse, domestic no, abuse. No, no, right, yeah. let's talk. Let's talk. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, let's talk. Exactly. Yes, but we'll get to it. All right, show. We have a girl who went through a tragic time in her childhood. Parents died. She met a <laughs> prince who was like, oh my gosh, you're so noble. I'll give you this ring. Don't die in a coffin. And fucking hell I mean you're not wrong you're not wrong (laughs) and uh, you know come be noble later and she's so inspired that she doesn't want to be a princess she wants to be a prince just like him and then we wind up in middle school and all right spoiler alert two things (laughs) one one we're going to spoil the shit out of this yes Utena as a magical girl anime one of the cornerstones of the genre Go watch it. 100% worth your magical girl time if you're into that jam. And two, these people are not in middle school. There's no way. There's no way. They're they're college. They look like college people. Like, they're like, oh, I'm a middle schooler. Like, heck you are. That's because those are the high schoolers. It's like an academy. Otena. Utena is oh, in middle school. Yeah, and compared to like the high schoolers, like redhead dude and green hair dude, she kind of looks younger. So, yes, Ahito even, is definitely if she not is younger. Middle school. again, doesn't make anything okay. Oh no, I'm not saying it does. Guy. Nothing is okay with this. I'm not saying it does. Sorry, go ahead, go no, ahead, go ahead, no, Kels. No, 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 exa- exactly that. None of this is okay. This is from 1997 in a Japanese sense, like not even to our modern American sense of what is right or wrong for Nothing better is. or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this is an insight 
to uh, uh, this is a really uh, uh, a touch point to really comprehend what what is being marketed to this demographic at this time period in this culture. Because it was a bomb ass show, mm-hmm. other than the fact that it was like all our characters are in middle school, and uh, and no one's and okay. No one's okay in 1997. <laughs> no one's okay. And that we're doing all of the shit we're doing in this show with that kind of age group. Yeah, and that was. I'm gonna be honest. When you describe it like that, it doesn't sound that different from today. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But like one, so okay. So how I looked at it, I looked at it in more of like an altruistic type way, um, because I don't. I watched it. Like I said, I I had a lot of free time because I was down bad the past five days. So I watched it, and I didn't even know I watched it because I was so disoriented on cold medicine. So I rewatched it, and then when I started rewatching, I'm like, okay, now this makes sense. Like end of the world is. Like a cert, like a pseudo name that's coming to them. Like this is the actual person. Okay, and he's under this name because he's like the embodiment. He's supposed to be Jesus, technically. Like he's a metaphor for what? Jesus. Yeah, because he took it's on the sad. people's sins. Yeah, and I mean, no. Yes, I feel that's uh, no. He's a fallen. He was supposed to be Jesus, but he fell from grace because his sister oh, closed the door. This is Japan. Yep. Fuck so Jesus. They, that's yep. all I'm saying. Like, but I feel like that's what he was supposed to represent, though. No, because this is not quite as much as this wants to be Evangelion. It's not even. <laughs> but like, that's okay. Then what did he represent? Even Ever was just like, this is just flavor text. We're uh, just stealing these terms. I don't know what he represented uh, or the end guy. I mean, we're getting into super heavy spoilers now. Uh, hey, we're jumping like all of. We're jumping all. all of okay, the sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go back. Let's go. Let's go back. back? So I was dealing with the themes. That's why I had like said that. But I guess we're still in the synopsis. So. All right. So they go to school and then they wind up. Let's they wind up having to duel for the Rose Bride. Who the fuck is the Rose Bride? Nobody knows. Yeah. It's the the person that's going to like allow them to achieve the revolution. Well, what's the revolution? We don't know. uh, But like we go on this event. We, We go on this adventure. To maintain possession of the robot. Only because Uchina gets thrown in this because she's defending her friend whose name I forget because she's like super not that important. Hemenia. (coughs) Hemenia. No, no, no. You're talking about... um, The one who got her love letter posted. Oh, you had to... um, I yeah, keep it moving. Keep it moving. (laughs) Wakaba. Wakaba. Yeah, Wakaba. Wakaba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wakaba. Wakabe, whatever. So like, um. so Utina is defending <laughs> defending Wakaba because Koichi, um, she's defending Wakanda. Use that vibranium <laughs> because Claw has posted her letter on the board of like, yo, I like she wrote this letter, and Utina's like, I gotta defend my friend because like I'm technically her boyfriend, but not her boyfriend because I don't identify. No. And so yes, she goes, yes, yeah. Yes, so she goes yeah. to chan- challenge this dude who's on the student council and the kendo captain. And then when she's there, she sees him slapping this girl 
And she's like, yo, I'm 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 just not okay with this. So like we gotta we gotta square up. By the way, don't play a drinking game, watch this and be like, I'm gonna drink every time this girl gets slapped because you will be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> she gets slapped a lot. That was some so hard say, to watch, bro. Some would say it's the best way to experience this. <laughs> I was just out here like this is hurting me, man. Cause like I, I was I much- literally said I'm like, if this girl gets slapped one more time, <laughs> this girl gets slapped so much. Why? I want to make a slap until- count video of this. <laughs> She's out here getting slapped until episode like 35, man. It's so bad. Technically, she gets slapped when she leaves Literally, in episode 38. No, she gets, she gets slapped by the dudes, specifically the one dude a lot. And then she gets slapped by all the girls at school for some reason. And then it's just. All right. So, yes, themes. We finally made it to themes. Yes. <laughs> so, so one of the one of the specific themes that this this show really focuses on is bullying, right? Because we see with um I would say it's more so abuse than bullying or what you say I mean, is we bullying. S- we it, we well, see all well, I guess abuse is the more accurate term to cover the broad sense of the different facets in which it encounters because with her peers, with her schoolmates, it's literal bullying. All of the schoolgirls are out here like, Oh, Hamimia, uh, how dare you do whatever the fuck you're doing? You're not good enough and slaps the shit out of her. Yeah. And what's bullying except abuse with people you don't see as often. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, abuse is an accurate word to describe all of this behavior because not only does it go into the the bullying from your peers, but it also goes into the the physical and and sexual abuse that goes on from her brother. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's also a with the whole, Yeah, with the whole bullying thing. Does that make it racist as well? <laughs> it's like, why? Because uh, she's, she's like Indian the and only, everybody else is Japanese. Yeah, she's like the only dark skin character. See, I don't remember if they draw draw specific attention to that. If they did, then probably. I don't think yeah. they do. I don't but, think they do because they're like but obsessed I don't remember. with Otori, who's a bag of shit. Um, I'm really cussing this podcast. I don't want to cuss this much. <laughs> like eh, fuck it. Um, <laughs> but so like, I don't think that is that. I think they are just bullying her to like. Out of really just like prejudice and insecurities. I mean, most bullies do that in general. I feel like they don't really bully someone because they, you know, don't like them. They bully them because there's something that they have that they want or something that they see, you know, that they can do that they can't. Um, if you bully, you a bitch. Um, just Amen. so you know, if you hear this, I don't I don't mess with you if you do any <laughs> types of abuse or whatever. But um I feel like the bullying was coming from the fact that, like, she was getting this attention because no one really knew what she did, but she was, like, loved by the student council. And now, like, she's got Uchina following her, and they love Uchina as well. So I feel like that bullying came from, like, that, not more so of, like, her skin tone. Because I don't think skin tones even really touched on this. No, I mean, I'm just saying I don't think it helps. (laughs) She is the... um She's the Rose Bride. She has that special power and all that. But no one knows so that except for like five people. And yeah. Very yeah. few people can actually use it anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of the abuse comes directly from uh, Nanami, which is the brother of this or the sister of the student council uh, president. She got her own issues. And 
Yeah. So a lot of this is coming from specifically because she's caught the eye of the student council president because he's a dualist. And since we've made it here, before we go on with more thematic stuff, let's talk about the fact that, oh, all right. (laughs) Evangelion, master conspiracy, supernatural bullshit. Let's go. All right. So we're looking for the one who will be like lead the revolution, Mm -hmm. right? So to that, we have the Rose Duels. So we have, we see this in the first episode and with a banger OST on. by the way. Yes, actually. Um and the whole thing is they're all dueling to have be engaged to the rose bride who will then lead them to a revolution after uh X many duels, who knows. Yeah. And the student council's being led on this by the mysterious end of the world. So this whole big, weird conspiracy, ooky spooky stuff going on behind the scenes, which is exciting because a regular school drama would be boring as ever we have seen it. But there's some suspense to it. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, But like also in terms of Evangelion, I got like that. I got that like weird like feeling when I was watching this, like. It's like, okay, because not everybody can just do weird shit without making it seem like edgy or try hard. But like Utena did it in like the Evangelion type way, where it's like unsettling and so like this is just weird stuff happening. Like with the two shadows dancing and narrating things. I was like, yeah, this is some Evangelion-ish right here. Like this is some like weirdness feels like not exactly Evangelion, but it's like in that vein of Evangelion and like kind of like in the vein of like Boogie Pop and Friends where it's like yeah. stuff is eerie but it doesn't feel like it it doesn't feel like um like I just got to use Saw as a reference like Saw isn't scary to me because it's like trying to be like scary like and this yeah. is like like this and Evangelion and Boogie Pop and I know there's a few other, and uh Higarashi like they do stuff that doesn't feel like it's tryhard mode. It feels like it's like a stroke of like artistry. And that's what Uchina has. It has like that weird artistry I would give it that Evangelion has as well. So I felt like that was another comparison. And like, I really, as, as weird as this is, I really mess with Uchina. I feel like I needed to watch this. The, the, with the tone, yeah. There's definitely this this unnerving and unanswered questions that are always just there because we don't get an answer to how right we get an answer to why but we don't ever get an answer to how (laughs) how does this kind of arena work how does all of this power function how does the castle float in the sky we don't know (laughs) we get an answer to why Mm -hmm. why but We, we get the whole backstory but we don't ever, we're not ever told just how this universe functions because it's a basic ass school plus oogie spooky stuff, which that's the thing I really vibe for because we get, we get story, we get explanation, but there's still some stuff that's just like, this is how it is. We get lore, but no explanation. Yes. <laughs> so. It's this way. Why? Cause, cause it is deal with it. <laughs> cause internet. Cause oh, okay. Um, internet. If you really want to know, go to the wiki. Oh wait. Oh, wait. 
Not even the fans could make a wiki comprehensive <laughs> enough to deal with this. But, um, no, I feel uh, like the themes in this were definitely, um, overcoming abuse and you being the only one that can truly break the shackles of abuse. Um, so can, like, break, do we, do we want to wait the shell of the world? Yeah. Do we want to, like, wait to talk about, like, how it, like, the thing that happened with the theme or, cause, Fuck it. So like keep on going. Just say words. Okay. So like one thing with Altony or he him oh my god. I watched it dubbed and subbed. I had to transition <laughs> over. So we should call her Rose Bride. One thing with the Rose Bride is that she is constantly whatever the groom wants her to be. Like she changes for the person who wins the duel, then thus owns her. So it's like man. The first time Utena lost, yes, which and she hit her with the miss Utena, yeah, with the with the Utena san. Oh, and you saw the look on Utena's face, like I'm like this oh, girl's dirty, bro. Like I lost all <laughs> respect for Anthony on that. I'm like, girl, you were just like, oh my god, like you thought Utena was playing her, but she's ooh. like, I was like, okay. Wow. Like, and then, so that's a whole nother thing. I could talk about it, a whole podcast. It's kind of devious. Yeah. Like, and Anthony, she, she was the Rachel of the series for a little while, man. Like, she was playing. Cause, like, when it's, I thought she legitimately cared for Utena, but it was like, nah, I just played the part to suit you because I have to be the perfect bride. That's what fucked me up. And the big thing for me is it was non, there was no attachment. Yes. Like, and it, it was she literally did, just, she, this is my role to play. Yeah. And then I did what I had to do when I was with you. And now due to the rules of the game, I'm no longer with you. And like the fact that she just knows, like cure you, like she knew exactly the type of person. Like she was, and she smirked at Utena too when she said that. And I'm just like. And then uh, somebody in one of the comments was like, when Anthony like did that to Utena, they're like, I can see why Shionji. I'm like, no, we never say that. I definitely <laughs> no, saw more. I saw, up. I saw more sides to Anthony and sides <laughs> I didn't like. But we do not say that she deserved what happened to her. But like, <sighs> I was just very, man, that, that really took me by surprise. I was like, holy mm. shnite. And all I'm saying is, like, at that point in the series, like, they had just been... Through a lot. Well, no, they had just been, like, acquaintances. Like, sure, they had been, they had, you know, gone through however much of this game they had been through. Yeah. But they didn't know each other outside of that. Yeah. Outside of Utena wanting to defend uh, her, and, and you know, that's all it, all it being. They they kind of talked. They spent time together, but there was no no more than that because Amemia didn't loosen up because Amemia's got this whole other thing going on. You know her whole backstory that we don't find out till later. Yeah, until like the fucking end. I was like, that's another (laughs) thing. Like, how do we not know (laughs) this show managed to like you don't know what's going on until like the last five episodes. I'm just like, well, okay, like, I mean. It's a lot easier to get away with that when they're not trying to explain everything every five minutes. <laughs> I mean, but trying to, okay, 
but trying to stay enthralled through that, like I gotta, True. I'm not gonna lie. If this wasn't for a podcast, I probably would have dropped this because the <laughs> amount of time it took me to understand what the, I was ten episodes in, I was like, this still makes no fucking sense. And I was like, I'll just wait to episode fifteen. Uh, and I'm like, I'll wait to episode twenty. And then I'm like, okay, let me watch a YouTube video to understand. And it was like, they don't know what's going on either. So I'm just like, <laughs> let me watch like well, three or four and see what it, they all have to say. Everything's different. Oh fuck! Welcome, welcome to magical girl shit. Yes, not even. No, I was about to say no. This is '90s <laughs> uh, yeah, magical the- girl storytelling. At its finest, where you don't get the modern day three episode hook, right? You get the hook at the very (laughs) end, and that's why you're like, now I got to tell people about it. (laughs) You know, at a time when it was just like, what other magical shit girl shit are you going to watch? We're the only one on the air. (laughs) Like, I'm fine with like, you know, taking time to like explain something but this definitely, I feel like, took too long. But it has an overall positive reception. Like, if, because I finished it, I can say it's great. But if I, like, just dipped out on episode 15, not knowing what the hell is going on, this is darling in the Franks to me, you know? Like, so how dare what, you? Hold on, would it make you it? feel any better uh, if I said, look. technically, the 39 episodes are actually three whole seasons? So that's another thing. That's three whole arcs. Get the fuck out of my face. No, he's actually kind of technically right because I did see, like, when I was looking at the DVD released, it was released in seasons, but, like, it was later. Also, here's a weird thing. (laughs) Like, speaking of Evangelion comparisons, this did the rebuilds before Evangelion (laughs) because the movie is a rebuild of this, which is also its own beginning, but its true ending. Okay, so let's talk no. about before we get into it's that. Supposedly, hole, it fills in plot holes, but like, let's like, oh. talk about sex. Shoujo <laughs> in the nineties. There's okay. a lot of that. Yes, which in this show we include that. <laughs> I was referencing let's the song, a- but yes. Let's talk about shoujo in the nineties. Okay, so this fits that exact same formula. Yes, right. Thematically, we're we're adventurous. Uh, plot wise. We're adventurous, but this is still a shoujo in the 90s, and this kind of fits pretty much square ass on with the storytelling and pacing of the first season of Sailor Moon, right? Sailor Moon's first season is 40 episodes, and we have this whole story. She becomes a sailor. She goes through finds her friends and then has friend drama and then saves a bunch of people to beat up the next enemy. And then at the end of the season, we get a bunch of crazy shit happens and everyone dies and we reset the universe. Uh, magical girl shit <laughs> is fucking crazy yeah. no matter what. Um, and this is kind of that same vibe, right? So we have this whole plot, but then also we have to fill 40 episodes. So how do we do that? We introduce a bunch of characters in the first arc and then we tell stories about them as independent side characters in the second through third arc. Right. So it's all relationship drama and just character stuff. Yes. And that's the point of Shoujo. Like the fact that we have sword duels is cool. But if you notice the sword duels are like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's slice the rose. Yeah. Find out the winner. Yes. Drama. We're yeah. not actually going to cut you. We just going to 
Oh my god, this is fucking. I'm gonna cut you to the last episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Um. So yeah, no, definitely what you said it embodies all the shoujo elements. Like I saw a lot of card captor Sakura in it. I saw a lot of, like you said, Sailor Moon. I saw a lot of Roses of Versailles. I saw a lot of um. Just what different. you know about Roses of Versailles? I know a lot about Roses of Versailles. Like, let's. Just, <laughs> I I didn't realize until I was an older gent that I grew up on mostly shoujo instead of shonen, and that might be why, as an adult, I fuck with slice of life so hard. But um, <laughs> anywho, um, but no, like, it was interesting because this is another one where, like. I know this probably would have felt place in themes, but Uchina struggles like I mean she doesn't struggle. But it's very interesting. Like in episode one, uh, the dude on the basketball team was like, yo, you know, why are you wearing that boy's uniform? Like, just go and be a full boy. She's like, I'm not. I'm a prince. Um, a woman. And I like this outfit because it fits me. And like that, I feel like this was the Okay, granted, it wasn't the first do in the shoujo era because we've got the cousins on Sailor Moon. We've got the stuff in Roses of Versailles. We've got um, things in other shows, too. But like, I feel like this was the yeah. one where, like... Because I have a friend um, who is part of the LGBTQ community. And he said, growing up, watching this show, this was the show to help him come to terms who he was and that being okay. So, like, I just felt like that was important to say since you brought up the shoujo era. Ab- and like, Absolutely. So, shout out to Utena for doing that for a lot of people. I know when I watched it, I was like, yo, hell yeah. I feel like I know some people nowadays who need to watch this and understand what the hell they got going on. <laughs> but um, per my notes, as you'll see, the themes focusing on individuality and not conforming to societal expectations just because we see that in episode one as, as you described. Yes. But the whole point is it's not about it. You know, Utena is doing whatever the fuck she wants to do. Yeah. It's, it's not about you know, a very gender nonconformist. Like it's not about this because I have to, it's this cause I'm a motherfucking prince yes. and I'm still a girl mm-hmm. and you can suck it. Um, and, and no, absolutely. That whole, that whole point. Absolutely. Utena does that so well. Just focuses on, we're going to, we're going to show you this, this, this is the possibilities of an anime character. And we're going to influence you, the sucker watching this in 1997 to have an opinion that is skewed this way yes. to be able to like be accepting. Beautiful. I love it. I do Loves. like how it's just meant to be just a single theme. The, the story tackles and not just one of those. Hey, do you get it? Do you get it? But, which is one of the, which that that's one of the challenges of of yeah. uh, but, the the modern uh, animation yeah. and 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 presentation of yeah. media. Um, but because it doesn't do that so much, I feel like that message sticks out so much more. Which is why and resonates um, with people. And and strange, you were talking before. Um, that Utena is such an inspiration to modern animation like Steven Universe. Yeah, um, while doing research, I think uh, some of the creators actually referenced uh, Utena as a inspiration, and there's like a couple of shots they use, you know, kind of like the um, the motorcycle slide from, remind me, it's on the tip of my tongue, I know what it is, 
Akira? The motorcycle slide. Yes, Akira. Thank you. Gosh. I just okay. said shit. Oh, okay. No, I feel like, <laughs> I'm like I was like, Akira got a motorcycle like, in it. <laughs> we we saw a motorcycle slide on this one, but it was off the, the anyway. So yeah, if it no. wasn't Akira, the next one was gonna be actually Evangelion. So I was like <laughs> Well, like Akira sets up the motorcycle slide and that shows up a yeah. lot in modern yeah. animation. Yeah. It's the same I thing with it. Steven Universe. Kanye, There's dude. like a a shot of like Pearl doing something, and then Utena when she like jumps back and like rushes forward, and the sword comes to towards the camera. They use that shot, but anyways. So like, and I was like, oh, very interesting. Very maybe nice. it's because I didn't really gel with Steven Universe, but I feel like the more stuff I go back and watch, the more I realize how nothing is truly original. Excuse me, but also how much Darling in the Frank sucks ass. Like, <laughs> because literally. That's why I was mad. That's why I was mad at the comparison earlier. Yeah. So that's, I said that for a reason because that was in my mind brain. Um, like, so when the whole story of Utena being like, I, there was a prince who saved me, blah, blah, blah. That's literally almost word from word Darling in the Franks. Like, What's her name? Beatrice? No, Zero Two. That's only Zero Two's like whole thing. There was a picture book that told the story of this and that and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, word for word, bar for bar, <laughs> Darling and the Franks took this from Utena. I'm watching did this and know? I'm like, did you know? <laughs> yeah, the Shadow Puppets. Did you okay, know? Gotcha. Did you I was know? like, there's his. That's an. So I was just like so upset. I was like, <laughs> So they ripped off Evangelion, which I didn't realize until I went back and rewatched Evangelion. That like how blatant, like because I knew it was inspired, but it no, it's blatant. It is blatant. <laughs> even the white plug suits, even the red plug. Okay, sorry, this is not what this podcast is about. But like, this is about Revolutionary Girl Utena, and it just and with the butt like, and it just upsets me so much that you literally copied all these awesome shows. And didn't copy any of the good parts. Like, I mean, you copied the cool aspects, but not the story. You're like, I'm just going to take this and this and that. Oh, how do I mix it together? Fuck it. Like, and this, it just literally, planet. fuck them. <laughs> planet. And then you were like, we didn't care because we are working on Bunny Girl. So we dropped it. Hey, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> As long as they did Bunny Girl, right? That's I know, all I, I care like, about. Man, you just hold so many fans. But anyway, no. All right. Like, all right. Utena definitely paved the way for a lot of different anime. Let's talk about Utena some more. Okay. We, we've gotten through a bunch of the list, whatever. Let's talk about the arcs. Student Council, the introduction to our main student council characters, their whole backstory. How'd you feel about the, how did you feel about the student council characters? Um, they were like slightly forgettable, especially blue haired girl or dude in dude. It was a dude. The, the, the piano like, playing one, yeah. the more incest. Yes, the one with the stopwatch. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I love my sister. Uh, I did go back and like look up some like YouTube uh, videos of people who reviewed this show to see if I can get a better idea of things to see if I can help form my thoughts and do more cohesive things. Yeah. And I remember their descriptions of the characters better than the characters. <laughs> like yeah. one of them described a blue, what was a blue haired guy yeah. as a sailor Mercury, except yep. a dude. Facts. 
and that's all they remember him Facts. as. And, and that's why I hate about him. He's so, you know, forgettable. If he's Mercury, then uh, Jury must be Jupiter. I'm sorry. They're not one for one. I know, but yeah. like I'm just going in our terms of like rememberability. Don't, because <laughs> the numbers don't line up. Yeah. <laughs> there's four student council members, and there's five sailors. There's technically Shinji. five. You gotta count There's a sister. replacement. There's a replacement. But she's still Anyways. Sailor Venus. <laughs> ah, well. She is not Sailor Venus. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my face. So, it just, because um, the compar- just because the comparison works for one character doesn't mean the theme fits with all of them. No, I'm just Just because her but, hair know, is blonde doesn't mean she's fucking <laughs> Batman. All right? Get out of my face. Um, <laughs> but okay. Which is fair enough. You know, kind of at this point, they're, they're very mediocre, generic you know, bad guy team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't need personalities. Know. They need stereotypes. <laughs> they need to crack Whoa. the world's shell to not I, kill the baby chicken. You know, no, to, yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> want to be mad at that, that the kind of assessment, mm-hmm. but you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, they, because we have to tell stories of them that kind of make sense. So yeah. one's smart and is a twin. So he has a special relationship with a sister and, Loves somebody else. And the other one loves a lot of people. Is a fencer and loves her best friend who smashes her senpai. Yep. And it's a whole convoluted whole there, there, there relationship. Was, there's a chart that exists somewhere, I'm sure, of the relationships that everybody's had with everybody. Look, like I it's said, an extensive it's miraculous chart. ladybug to shame. <laughs> so. Okay. All I'm saying is... <laughs> Thank you, Static. Arc 1, we meet the big bad characters and none of them win because we have 30 more episodes to get well, through. One of them win, <laughs> but then he loses again plot arc two it's the black rose saga where we get this kind of chapter black bullshit where we (laughs) find out about some yeah that specifically and we get this whole you know psychology thing and a hundred dead students but we only go through like eight of them thank god (laughs) this was uh definitely um, I would say the weakest one, but I was just like, eh, I, <laughs> eh. It's the one that left the smallest impression on you. Yeah, because we the had one where the writers were like, "Well, how do we keep all the four or five of them fighting? Uh, throw more Tournament characters in there. <laughs> throw more characters in there. Do it." <laughs> One who paid attention. Um, I really <laughs> like this. I really like this arc. Um, absolutely. What you said was 100% correct. Um, what I really liked about this arc was that it introduced a couple new characters and it was a path to lead you down more kind of mystery and intrigue mm-hmm. about what the fuck is going on this campus. Um, and the mm-hmm. biggest mm-hmm. reveal was. Um, uh, Mikage, kind of the fucking professor that was there when everything burned down, um, has this character who is like he he looks like uh the the rose bride and the chairman, mm-hmm. 
but we don't have any answer on like what's going on. So when we do get an answer of what's going on, that it's just, um, it's just Hememia portraying a boy to help the conspiracy go along. Mm-hmm. And that everything that the professor was seeing was a, a fabrication. It's like, okay, that's how you make this arc worth the time we spent. Like more mystery, more intrigue. I agree. And then we introduce we introduce the whole relationship with her brother yeah. and Hemebia. <laughs> yeah. Which is Yeah. Um Arc three. <laughs> Arc three. Uh I'm brother. sex everybody up while I sit on this car. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> that was weird. In that order. <laughs> Why it don't matter who it is, and it don't car? matter if you say yes. If um, you a boy, if you a girl, if you whatever, get in this car. We're gonna take you to place and you yeah. then you're gonna duel later. Otori Can you disclaimer? We <laughs> here at Content Breaker do not agree with anything Otori no. stands for. Um, do not ghost ride the coop. Yes. <laughs> do not. Um, <laughs> but but all I'm saying is. Do not do any of this. <laughs> like, can, you, can, can you hear it? Can you? If you haven't completely given up. Do you know? You should hear it. Can you hear it? No, let let me show you the end of the world. And then jump on jump on the hood as sexy. Hey, Siri, s- play Marvin Gaye. <laughs> <laughs> Like that was, um, that was a while. Welcome to sexy. Welcome to sexy shoujo shots. Um, that's that's fan service, Kai. I all want right, you to understand. Like, all right, what are we gonna do today? That's a form. I want to draw service. a car. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I want to draw a car. Um, okay, what does that Dude. have to do with the plot? Nothing. I just want to mm. draw a bunch of cars. Please. <laughs> speaking speaking of plot, that's the one thing that that this really focuses on is random equipment. Like we don't have any much big action scenes. We don't have any big like big crazy set piece. We have architecture. We have like random mechanical things like the planetarium, the car, the desks, whatever's going on. There's very a lot of animation and 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 artistic detail placed in these scenes because they are so straightforward, right? Which is one of the things that really sticks out uh, as uh, well done in the show. Yeah. As a side note, I feel like once the episode came out and he and the creator saw how uh, that car was animated, I think that's where he figured out how he wanted to end the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. So uh, the I, movie I is we, like we can, we can talk about the movie after we yeah. talk about the main plot. Let's let's save the movie. Oh, it's I just a had to get that out there while it was still on topic. Yeah. No. The cars don't go anywhere. Hold on. All right. So Atari Saga, just kind of cars and dude and the same old bullshit. I feel it. All right. The Apocalypse Saga, the end of the show. We find out Fitting who name. the end. We find out who the end of the world is. We find out who these this choir has been singing about every single episode. Uh, um, I miss the transformation scene. Let's talk about that for 36 seconds. So, of course, it's a magical girl anime. It has to have a transformation scene, except this show focuses on the tower climb to the arena. Mm -hmm. And it does it in two whole scenes. And I say two whole scenes because there's like a third when she's not the 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 main duelist. Yeah. Which I really liked. Um, How did y'all feel about the transformation scenes of Utena and it not just being the 
and I'm naked, <laughs> and I'm putting on my boots and pom-pom, and I'm putting on my hair thing, and then pose. Get that nail polish and then the gloves. <laughs> I like that it was different than the standard, honestly. Mm. It, and it felt like it was true to the like sense of Uchina being her own person that like even yes. like breaking the fourth wall of like I'm not going to do the traditional magic girl transformation because I'm not <laughs> the traditional magic girl so I fuck I with need to it. have a theatrical choir as I climb stairs that is my magical girl transformation <laughs> I was you so mad it me. wasn't cruel angel <laughs> thesis though I was like come on just play it so, it was damn near it though man it was a, a rock and roll with mm-hmm. choir to make it as epic as possible dun, dun, for, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> for them being out of key. That's the one thing that really killed me. Was the choir was just like, yeah. they showed up in the studio one day, haggard as fuck, and were like, we're singing. Me. It's like, all right, yeah. we got to do this in one take. Uh, Wait a minute. We get, All right, and begin. <laughs> you just handed us the sheets. <laughs> but speaking of that, I love the fact that every single duel had a different song with lyrics to it. No, that fire. was a standout feature. It was fire. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't get a lick of it, <laughs> but it was all different. Um, but no, I really enjoyed that. And I, of the point earlier, I really enjoyed that when Utana was not the duelist engaged to the Rose Bride, how the there was no kind of transformation scene. There was no special music as she climbed the tower it was just her climbing the tower, and that's it. She was going to achieve a goal. I mess with that. Like that we saw like for an episode, but hey, you know it was different. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last arc, apocalypse. We get the whole reveal of who the end of the world is. Yeah. We get the whole reveal of who uh, Utena's prince actually is, which is crazy. Right. She's searching for this prince and we find out it's the same dude that's, you know, fucking around. It's the chairman. Um, we also find out about Antony. We find out about Mimimia, uh, and her backstory and what she's all doing with her brother. Oh, and yeah. All of because we get hints beforehand, but we see that we see the culmination of it where Utana finds out and there is a like a challenge to it. Yeah, and sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say that whole thing was like that whole thing was like very like much okay. Like you know, like I I've seen some shit throughout this. I thought I was prepared for whatever, but <laughs> and you thought it was weird when Leafa had a crush on her brother. I mean. That's still weird, but like (laughs) (laughs) this, the weird, no, the weird factor's still there, but I think it's just like, I've already been put through the ringer, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, and then you hit me with the, we been all the time. (laughs) I was the one. All I'm saying, (sighs) you weren't paying attention. No, I mean, because we've been seeing, I mean, I know we've been seeing that, but like the fact that it was just like before I kind of was like. You know, it was like forced. Not that it made it better at all, but knowing that <laughs> Anthony was like, "Nah, I wanted this," and I'm like, eh. <laughs> "I no, but yes, but no." I mean, it's like not like she did, but like she did at one point, like when she closed the door. Listen, which still made no sense. But like, 
Okay, okay. It's the ending of the show. Let's hash this <laughs> shit out. All right. Good. So the whole backstory between them them fuckers is <laughs> fucking. At, yeah. at some point there was this magical prince who saves all of the girls and makes them princesses. Yes. Which got us into this predicament with Utena. Yes. Symbolism, yay. No, whole ass magical prince. That's where the fuck we are. Yes, tuxedo mask. Uh, I love that he comes down like motherfucking tuxedo mask <laughs> and it's very kiss. And right, anyways, um, but we get we get we find out what happens. Yes. right. So he's beat up for some reason. All of the villagers are like outside the barn. Yeah, Russian. And are like, Prince, come out and fight, save our people. Yeah. And then his sister like, all right, you sit the fuck down, and I'll go tell him what's what. So she leaves the barn. Not before she gets naked. She doesn't get naked. Yeah, she does. In the motherfucking barn, she does not get naked. She's wearing that little red dress because she's a fucking kid. But she takes it off to, like, coerce him. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the the, the backstory. Yes. The backstory. Like, the back prince, in the wooden shed. Her brother. Yes. Zog? Caleb? Kale's? No. Strange, am I making this up? Like, did that not happen? Yes, I don't I remember don't that part. You are, you are misconnecting scenes because we see that scene later. Yeah, I say, I think that's later. I, I don't, anyways. The whole, the whole because he's in the white backstory, suit and he's got the short hair, but okay. Whole backstory, we'll look this shit up after. Whole backstory, she's <laughs> we'll like, find all right, that tells us. I'm going to keep y'all from making my brother go kill himself trying to be the special yes, prince. I'm going to close the door to the world so you don't have to deal with I it. I walk out, close the door, tell him he's mine now. Y'all can go suck it. And then the townspeople murder her. Yes, she gets what happened to that Digimon that Paimon stabbed. <laughs> it's uh, first season. It was like Mummy Mom was a fool. <laughs> she gets, but no, she gets ran through a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, that's her whole vibe. Is then she becomes the witch because that's what the people think of her. Yeah, and then that breaks the prince, who then becomes the end of the world. Same person different personalities gives up on the innocent like passionate chivalrous side of himself and then goes on to be the one to try to i don't know reach eternity yes because and that's how we get where we are so how i took that i took that like what i was saying earlier i felt like it was a metaphor symbolism like he was supposed to be like you know the savior of the world and then he couldn't handle all the burdens because it's a lot. And nobody mad at him for that. So he I was think like, there were some people mad at him for it. I mean, yes. I mean, like, you know, anyway. So he couldn't do it. So his sister, who was in love with him, was like, yo, I don't want to see you, like, go through this. So let me, like, take that sacrifice for you, and that's why I felt like it was a symbolism akin to like Christianity is what they were trying to do. Because like the only issue is there there are slim little parallels to Christianity, because his sister takes a sacrifice and the prince then fails. Other than the fact that sacrifice takes place, like a quote unquote martyr is, exists, like the rest of the story doesn't track. Okay, but like 
I, I get it. The whole, the whole, like at the root level, a sacrifice for something you care if, about. If basically uh, a if, martyr, yes. If Jesus was like, I'm tired. Peter, go outside, tell them, and then Peter gets murdered, and he's like, all right, and well, then now Peter I'm, becomes the Messiah. And then yeah, now yeah. It's, and then it's like. Jesus is like, okay, I'm just going to murder the world now. <laughs> Maybe the true connection murdered. was when Jesus she turned into Lucifer. a car in the movie. <laughs> Maybe that's the true connection to Christianity. Because oh if gosh. you pay enough of your tithes, we can get a Beamer and Joe Osteen. <laughs> I'm just so mad I didn't have time to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> so Anyways, the end of... The end of the show is crazy, yes. you know, so, whatever. And then, you know, Utena becomes the prince after a very shoujo struggle, mm-hmm. right? We wind up at the end of the end of the season. Things aren't going to plan, but our singular magical girl claws and inches her way towards the goal Fucking silver crystal power. <laughs> Boom. Resets the universe. Except we come back in Utena and Utena no longer exists. But we find out why. Because she had to go be in the movie. Oh. So. <laughs> I, I, okay. She asked. She had to go be in whatever the fuck movie comes after this. <laughs> the adolescence of Utena. Uh, whatever. But. Whatever. We find, Wrap it up, it's boys. Because yeah, we, keep it going. We find out she's not there. From my interpretation, is because Anthony has been freed. So Anthony is Utena is in the world for Anthony to go find. So that's what Anthony goes to go do with her freedom. Can I say her hair down was always the vibe? I'm glad. That was also like symbolism for her finally being able to let her hair down. I feel like I feel like that's like very like you know face value. Her hair was up the whole time. Probably now it's down. Now she's free. Moana, uh, away, away. So because we see in the few times we see her hair down is with Utana in bed. Yes, in uh, bed. Ch- ch- so chatting it up. Uh, <laughs> and then fucking her brother. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The only times, only times we see her hair down is talking with her girlfriend, and then yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, you know, you're you're right. You're you're spot on. Oh Lord. Yeah, uh, very, very much of a like, very much <laughs> a '90s ending to an anime. Yes, I would say very much a guy like ending for oh, a non-guy. Wow, look, <laughs> look at that! Yeah, our, our protagonist just fucking vanishes. Yeah, <laughs> hope you didn't weren't attached to that character at all. You spent 39 episodes watching. Just no, I mean, oh, I, I really I kinda, wasn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because I kind of now go watch the rebuild. No, that's. Me- <laughs> That's because <laughs> the main character was Anthony the whole time. It wasn't Utena. Duh. Wow. I mean, either way, my same missile stands. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love this ending. Same. Because we go through a bunch of weird, crazy bullshit. It's just and a, the whole yeah. the whole point, the entire point, is that Utena gets to be a prince. And by episode 39, she gets to be a prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she vanishes. Like a Here's your dream. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> yes. Now go be a car. If no, only it we were, were so easy. <clears throat> all right. So tell me about the movie. All right. Let's wrap so it up. movie's crazy, right? Turns out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Turns out red hair guy. You know how he just disappeared in the in the show? Well, apparently he no. was dead the whole time. So. 
Hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean you mean the the student council president? Yeah, yes. Kiryu. Kiryu. Yeah. That's why the sis the sister just comes in. I'm taking his place. Well, it turns out he was. Just, oh, oh, he just died. He's just dead. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. So he, he was he, just always he, dead. He, he <laughs> always like, dead. he dueled Utena and then died yep. or died been dead. For he, he had been dead. Like he was dead before any of this happened. Yeah. Remember I was talking about necrophilia. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, magic. <laughs> magic. Um, but then it gets even worse. Well, it gets not even worse. It gets interesting. Oh, and it gets before different. that. No, before that, actually, <laughs> uh, apparently. He was alive and his, everything was kosher. His father took him to a cabbage patch when he was younger. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, relations fuck. with the father forced. I wasn't gonna talk about that. I no, was gonna we talk- have to talk about the movie's crazy. <laughs> I was gonna talk about how two things. First thing is Utena's like style in the movie is a lot more like elegant. I feel Tom, like because her hair oh, flows yeah. a lot more, and it's kind of cool. It's like well, pink that's what too. happens when you get that movie budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But what's it? Uh, Dio. Dios, 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 no, Dios, drugs, uh, drugs. His sister, yeah. Essentially, all the like. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, essentially all the uh, not okay things uh, that they touched (laughs) on the show. Jack it up to like (laughs) eleven. So, so, so Dios, as in like the good prince, and not like end of the world. Yeah. And he, <laughs> yeah, the weird thing is, I, I might be misreading this from the from the movie, but from what I understand, his sister was okay with it too. Like she knew yes. and just went along with it. She was fine with it. All right, so that's one point I want to talk about. Is way back, right uh-huh. at the very beginning mm-hmm. of this shit, where she becomes the Rose Bride by walking out of the barn and being like. All right, townsfolk, that's my brother, and then gets skewered. All right. Our choice at that point in time, and that's critical to remember, singularly at that point in time, was to go out and face the townsfolk. Mm-hmm. Everything from that point forward that happens to her is not okay, <laughs> and consent is questionable. Yes, yes. very much so. If yeah. existent. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Yes. Uh, and yeah, and then somewhere, uh, all the plot, regular pro- plot stuff happens in between all that. And then at the and very end, into no, 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 it's it's my part and, uh, strange. I waited oh, sorry. to see it. So, so two <laughs> things. Also, homegirl gets like cuts off all her hair at some point and be like, you know, that part of who's homegirl, uh, Utena, Utena. She like shaves okay. off all her hair. Rocks this cool ball to cut and then kind of becomes an aggressor towards Anthony, which is like really weird because we didn't get that like during the series. But like that's what she is in the movie because the movie is literally like a rebuild because like you don't need to watch the original series for the movie. But the movie is the true ending to the series. Side note, want to <laughs> confirm they're in love. Sure. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. It confirmed is confirmed by director. It is confirmed. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, they Ikarahara. Yeah, well, I mean, basically art. what happens at the end of the movie is basically yes. the confirmation. Because so. that's how they Continue. turn into the car, because they're in love. <laughs> oh. 
One turns in the car, the other drives. <laughs> one turns in the and car. And then, no, that part when it's like stripped, the car like stuff is stripped, and you see them like being the frame of the car, like locked it together naked. That naked, was yeah. so it, weird, bro. Pa- pass through the door of lights, just yeah. Boom. With all their homies on the opposite of an, they're in an actual car, I believe. Like, that car might be made of somebody else, but I think that's a real car on the right. I don't know. Utin is is not the only person who turned into a car, remember? No, it was, oh, um, yeah. It was other chick. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's other chick. Sorry. I'm sorry. This this is, this is that dumbass question that, 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 you know, gay couples get asked, well, which one of you is the man and which one of you is the woman? <laughs> which one of you is the car which one, which one of you is the driver? Is like, and <laughs> what the fuck? Sad part is, Utena will always be the car, but Anthony <laughs> is the driver, so it's they packed a lot in a minute, hour 30, because I actually sat there and I watched the whole thing. I was yeah. like, okay, give me 20 more minutes. I, will, I still can't breathe. I ain't got nothing else to do. So, yeah. well, shit, I will, I'm mad. At, I will say, ahead. if you haven't watched the series, you're going to be confused on a lot of things that happen in the movie. But not really. They, they just go by super quick. But, but at the same time, the movie helped explain some things that it I was did. confused like, Honestly, if you don't watch... <laughs> The series, I recommend watching the series. It's like Evangelion. I recommend, I recommend you gotta watch both. Personally, to get the full experience, you gotta watch both. But if you have, if the movie is your only experience, it's, it's still, it's still a thing. Like you can it's still un- as weird as the rest of the show. Like the movie is standalone. The girl does straight up good- turned into a car. I think that answers the question. But honestly, if you don't think about it too much. You're like, okay. Like, it's like, honestly, if you think about Evangelion too much, it, no matter how somebody explains it, it makes no sense. You have to have a certain level of, all right, sure, what the fuck? Like, when you go into, yes, like, you to, I feel like that's okay. anime in general, though. You have to have, like, but, yeah, suspension of but disbelief. This, this level of anime, yes. this kind of crazy <laughs> bullshit, Evangelion, Utena, you gotta come in. Yeah, you got to come in and just go, whatever the fuck is going to come at me, I just got to let it wash yeah. over and experience. Yeah. I don't got to have an explanation right now. It's not going to happen, and I got to be okay with Holy that. Cooly. I just have to experience it. Yeah. Like, yes. And, th- and that's, that, that's why media like this is so great. But that's, and that's, yes. that's sometimes my fault with some Sheldon anime. They try and explain the power system so much. It's like it's like let's do let's do Naruto for instance. They explain chakra so well that they bone themselves because <laughs> later in Shippuden, when stuff that don't make sense happen, we have a clear basis. Unlike Hunter Hunter, when they explain Nin like a little bit and like you could basically do whatever the fuck you want. So later in Hunter yeah. Hunter, when things are happening, we you're are like, okay, we still it. got that little gray area of do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but Naruto's yeah. like, nah, his should be out of chakra. That's what? the eighth tail beast bomb he had spammed. Sasuke <laughs> should be dead because his eyes have been used. Guy should be dead because the eighth gates. They just Oh my god! I've just realized my problem with Shonen. Okay, good, good podcast. Yes. Good a, podcast. A big problem with the power scaling Shonen has is that eventually you always run into the uh, every time you try to up the last arc, you always run into this thing of power levels are bullshit. 
Unless it's Dragon Ball Z, because I just don't understand, man. It's like that's because they, they gave up on the power scaling. <laughs> and that's what I love about Shoujo. There's lots of power scaling is the conviction of your beliefs. <laughs> Did she see that? Because Utena wanted to be a motherfucking prince and nothing else. Usagi and that only strongest character in the anime. And this only wavered the one time it wavered. And then she was like, I'm going to be the motherfucking prince. And then it wavered again later. But yeah, like the whole point about the power scaling, conviction of your beliefs to want to smash your woman. And that's um, but, why I mess with yes. shoujo Backs so hard. Like life. Sailor Moon, perfect example. Because literally the outer senshi could basically destroy the universe. Who's going to stop him? Saturn and Pluto right there. Solo on your whole verse. Uh, who's the one with the scythe? Saturn. Yeah. Pluto, wait. Yeah, yes. that one can do it, it single-handedly. Yeah. Saturn is the scythe. Pluto is time. So literally, those yeah. two solo on your verse. And Uranus, I forgot what Uranus could do, but I don't care. As long as you got Saturn and Pluto cousin. there. I mean, Usagi can literally do it herself, but like, she busy. She, but she gets to do it because she's the chosen one. The other two get to do it because they got the weapons that are that OP. <laughs> yes, but no, I agree with you. But they only come in season three and season yes, four. Yeah. That's the that's the the master plan. Kells, <laughs> did you see that meme that I sent you about like character something in Shonen? Oh well, character coughs and he'll slice the life. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like uh, yeah. But now, uh, what a great meme! Yes. All right, gentlemen, wrapping up Utena because we've talked that nausea. Solid about B. This show. I enjoyed it. Sorry, I felt like and that's, that's in you. the royal. That, that's in the royal B. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, gentlemen, how how did how did y'all other feel about it? I liked it. Uh, if I had to uh, like recommend one way to experience this over the other, I'd say do the movie. I thought you were going to say be high. I was like, don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do you. But uh, it's it's good. It's some good shit. And I do like how this one is a classic. So you can actually see the inspiration many shows today have from this. And when you look up pictures of cons, you now know who some of these characters are. Facts. I Because people will not stop cosplaying them. Facts. I've seen so many people be Anthony, and now I'm like, why? Why? Are you okay? Oh, because it's one of the few characters of color. But they're white. Anthony? No, I mean, the people cosplaying her are white. Okay. Why? Do you? I see a lot of black women actually cosplaying them, though. So, like, power to the fandom. The fandom is great. Love the ability. To, I love the the fact that people are taking the whole point of the show at heart and doing whatever the fuck they want to yeah, do. Facts. Live your life. Wow. What a do you like that character? Dress as them. Do whatever you want. Be them. That's the tattoo point. them on your body. I recommend tattoos. Strange. Um. You do you. I liked what, it. what rate? It was. It was what rate? Go. Sorry. I liked it. You liked it. It was. What are you trying? <laughs> no. <laughs> Say words, okay. my man. Right. Say words. No, I liked it. Uh, it was a very interesting ride, a very kind of nostalgic for the um, style. Uh, I would say don't kill yourself watching it. Um, <laughs> if I had to suggest it, just like, just, okay, don't kill yourself watching it. Just like, I your advice was just don't kill yourself for a second. I was like, no, thanks. listen to the words I'm saying. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is just don't, 
exhaust yourself trying to watch it, trying to understand. Just go along for the ride uh, and watch the movie. Maybe it'll answer some things, but the movie's very messed up. Trigger warning, just for just letting you know. <laughs> the whole so show anime is movie up. expected to be even worse than the show. Yes. I yes. think it was super important, and I think this show, I'm glad it exists. And hopefully there will come a time where this show, people will be like, oh, this show was important. Like, you know, meaning that mm-hmm. people become familiar with the themes and stuff in the show. Thus, it ha- doesn't have to be such like a gym. It can be seen as more of like the norm later, if that makes sense. Kind of like how no one's like, oh, like Will Smith is black. Kind of like, you know that. I I like you the ideal. I know I did. I I like <laughs> the ideal. I don't think it can happen just because of the content. Yeah. Like the plot and yeah. how and the, the narratives yeah. and relationship th- drama that it does explore is something that you cannot take to a general audience. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it'll never be like, I, you know. With all the different themes and everything that it has, I think a general audience might, well, one, flame wars all over the fucking place. Two, the confusion of uh, the different messages and everything, I feel like most people would like, in a general audience sense, misconstrued half of what it's saying and just be like, oh, it's saying all these bad things are okay just because they're in this show. Yeah. Why? Because I've seen people yeah. do that. Oh, yeah, of course. And they're fucking idiots. Yeah, of <laughs> yeah, course. But yes, great show. Cornerstone of shoujo animation. Tragic that it covers such deep topics as it does. Yes. Um, because of the abroad uh, reception. I am uh, very happy it does tackle those, and I'm hoping for more shows that do stuff like that. But I know the audience for that. I know it's not going to be a general thing. But, of course, you can catch more shows like this here on Content Breaker. And we are for a general audience. Sometimes. Uh, Not for children. (laughs) Not for children, yes. Um, But, of course, you can catch us not for children here on Content Breaker. You can catch us on all your your podcatchers that are not for children here on on all your podcasts, we're talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast, not for children. Content breaker, <laughs> Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. Content breaker, not for children. Gentlemen, y'all have stuff too, not for children. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much. Uh, uh, Static Dreads yeah, with a Z because cool on Twitter. We have Strangely Entertaining on Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Central Standard <laughs> Time, streaming on Twitter, Twitch. Not for children. Actually, he might be. I don't know. It depends um, on what He is the very is. family friendly, generally. He's the only one of us who doesn't <laughs> consume liquor or curse. Uh, which I'm blown away at. I'm proud of his conviction. I've heard some words. Uh, but you. still, words. not for children. And of course, you can catch Zog himself, not for children, all right here on Content Breaker. Next week, what do we have? Oh, Next week, we're talking about uh, Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts. A little more child-friendly. Still not for children. Purple. Oh. All here on Content Breaker. Africa.